Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Inside YKTR. Today's topics, changing offices. We're basically wasting 100K on rent on one of our offices. Grouse in a few reds is going to be gone soon. Uh, YKTR Sports Show, it's an absolute beast and I think it's going to really grow next year. And listens as a leader. Uh, a few things that I've just been, just to round us out. So we're changing back offices. Uh, a few things like actually excited for this as well. So this time last year, we had about 10 staff with one of my other businesses that we were going to move in collectively would have been about 15, 16 people to move upstairs. But what I realized pretty quickly, pretty early on or about halfway through this year is, you know, the same more money, more problems, more staff, more headaches. So uh, we've stripped our staff all the way back down to four or five. Next year in the office, we're going to have three or four um, that are going to be here every single day. And from there, we're going to start to subcontract out everyone else. So we want to be a content house. We want to be creatives. But a lot of the creatives that I'd love to collab with or work with wouldn't want to move to Sydney. It's too expensive. They either got kids or families. They're happy doing what they're doing. But um, I really didn't want to work with anyone else. There's a couple of guys I've got in mind that I think could really help YKTR and YKTR Sports go to the next level. But I was just thinking about it a little bit too wrong. Like my vision's still the same. I still want YKTR and Sports. YKTR Sports to be big but I was kind of just acting in the way that I thought was the best way for us to grow and then when I got there when I got the big shiny office when I had all the staff I realized like I don't really need it I don't really want it anymore and the best thing about it is I've gone through that experience where like I know what it feels like to be sitting on there and I've done it but it didn't make me any happier didn't make us any more revenue like even though we're growing in in most places um, like I thought I was going to walk in and feel motivated all the time wasn't necessarily all the case always the case my motivation comes from working with on collaborative things and, and having new ideas and putting them out to the world and seeing how the market reacts to them. That's where I get excited from as well. Not the big shiny office. So randomly, like someone rang me like a week and a half and go, I'm like, hey, would you um, be interested in um, leasing up your office? And I sort of looked around. So we've got like 100 and maybe 40 square meters upstairs and there was only three of us in there and I'm upstairs on my own. So I was just looked around. I was like, we don't actually need all this sort of space. So the mind starts rolling. Uh, one, I think one of my greatest strengths is once my mind's set on something, I can move quick. I'm not scared to make decisions. I don't really look at the consequences of that. Uh, YKTR Sports was started off a napkin in an airplane. Like once I get going, I can just roll. So I started looking at it, started looking at all the numbers, P&L sheets, and the amount of expenses that we're spending on things that we actually don't need and staff members that we don't need and um, rent that we don't need. I was just burning cash for no single reason by the fact that potentially I look cool. That's it, ego. So uh, what we've done that day, ended up drawing a brand new blueprint for downstairs. Um, in terms of YKTR sports, we only used about two, three sets. We've got the sports show behind me or behind this camera. And... This one here, and then we've got my main podcast studio that's been soundproofed and stuff like that. So what we're going to do and tune into Life at YKTR because I talk about it, show you the blueprints that I drew up. Um, we're just going to turn that into a big square and then there's going to be three different sets inside the showroom. So it's all going to be soundproofed. It's all going to be good. So we're not moving shit around all the time um, and just sort of roll from there and really build those shows out as big as possible. Focus on our core shows, Life at YKTR, YKTR Sports Show our Doozer Club show, and I'm definitely going to be bringing back the Ice Project. But only focus on those until those boxes are all ticked, and then we move. Then we add something else, where traditionally I just go wide, yeah, let's, let's do 10 different shows and see what sticks, and then um, bring them all the way back. And I just had to go through these experiences to learn to what, is, to what it actually feels like to be in a position. And I've learned them, now I'm coming all the way back and focusing on, on the right things. 
Now, like I said, I want to move this into a bit of a satellite office, even though my vision's still big. I want to be acting like a little bit smaller and then moving a little bit smarter. So the money that we're saving, we can use that to hire subcontractors or content creators um, that want to work for YKTR. I get job, I get offers every single week of people want to collab with us or work with us. And I've always sort of turned them down because I wanted everyone to move to Sydney and work from the office. Like, And even though my vision's still the same, how I'm going to go about that is different. So over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be moving back downstairs, getting rid of the big shiny office upstairs. And yeah, just keeping it humble, keeping it, bringing back to our roots. And I love this office. I've built a lot out of this office. Um, but it's definitely going to be a lot more functional. Like when people are recording, it won't be loud because that whole room's soundproof. So the boys can be carrying on in there. We can be working from out here. But we're just going to be ha- having to move a little bit smarter. So excited. Um, yeah, I'm actually really excited for that. We'll be back down here soon. New podcast studio. Get rid of uh, the office upstairs. So it's going to be going to be a vibe. Grouse and a few reds is around no longer. Both the boys kind of made a decision. They're both sort of having conversations with me privately about they didn't really feel like the show was the same anymore, which is true. Um, we just didn't know where the show was going to go. So yeah, the Jackson sort of come to me the other day and said, like, I don't want to do the show anymore. And um, Jordan was kind of saying the same thing for the past couple of weeks as well. So we're just kind of trying to force it. And we try to restructure it a few times. I started writing all the pre-production stuff for it all the time and jumping on it just to try and um, keep it going. Uh, but sometimes you just got to call it. And both the boys wanted to call it. In all honesty, there was a contract in place that on December the 15th, they'd have to come to me and make sure they'd hit their KPIs. And to be fair, they probably weren't on track to hit those KPIs. They weren't anything crazy. But at its peak, it was a really great show. Um, actually used to make quite a bit of money for a podcast. Had ad revenue rolling. The Grouse hoodie um, t-shirts or hats were flying as well. And the views were flying as well. And that's sort of the golden triangle of a podcast. But it kind of just ran out of legs. Great thing about the sports show, we're kind of reactive of things that are happening and it's easy to make content, but to come up with something every single week and both the boys are in like different phases of life. Like, is Jordan funny when he's single? Is he funny when he's in a relationship? Like, is he allowed to be who he wanted to be when he was in a relationship? There's always always different variables with Jordan with it as well. And I think Jackson's strengths aren't like trying to be like the mad funny guy on the podcast. And he'd only do that if like Jordan was feeling down. Like if Jordan was feeling like a little bit flat, Jackson would try and pick up the slack and, and try and say stuff. But just over time, it just kind of lost its legs and kind of lost its, the funness of it, the easiness of it. It used to just be one of those shows that were easy listen, listening to. And yeah, so yeah, it's, it's done for now. Uh, what I've said to Jordan is like, I'm not opposed to have Jordan if Jordan comes up with this brand new idea for content and he's interviewing a bunch of different people or stuff like that, I said I'll never close the door for him in terms of content. But right now, as Grouse, as that show was structured currently, it just wasn't going to work. So I think Jackson's strengths come from his journalist background. Some of the TikToks he's been doing has been great. I'd rather him knock out two or three of those a day instead of spending like six, seven hours editing uh, Grouse and a few Reds podcasts and doing all the micro content for there. It's just about us moving smarter as a business now and me as a leader or a boss going, we're wasting our time on that. Let's focus on this. We're wasting our money on this big shiny office. Let's go back downstairs. Let's use that money to um, hire out more talent or, or, or create more content. Like that's our goal as well. So yeah, is what it is. Uh, the boys going to be doing their final episode this week. Yeah, the, the boys made a decision on their own. So, uh, yeah, last episode of Grouse. I think Jordy's going to be fine. He's in a position where he's hanging on all his little influencer buddies at the moment and getting brand deals. Um, 
but yeah, who knows? Who knows if we'll see Jordan underneath YKJR anymore? Um, nothing's happened behind the scenes. Still friends, still all that sort of stuff. Still going to be knocking about with us. But yeah, just in terms of content, we just don't know where, what that looks like with Jordan and uh, YKTR. So yeah, it should be good. <clears throat> oh, actually, uh, and to be honest, like that show also brought a lot of headaches as well. Like it almost got us cancelled. Like that that period was like really, really tough. Uh, both those boys got suspended while they were doing shows because they wanted to take off when we had our Doozy Club members. And like, there's been a lot of drama around that show as well. So just from from top down, I'm sort of looking down going, like, even though it was a great show and it had its ups, it also brought like a lot of headaches as well. So yeah, shout out to the boys. Uh, YKTR Sports Show, Mace is a beast. He's sort of agreed to jump on with Fast next year. The thing I love about Mace is um, I think he's a perfect cross between old school and new school. He gets the internet. He doesn't know like technology or anything, but we can build that structure for him. And I think YKTR Sports is a perfect platform for him. Like if you looked at someone like Fox Sports or Channel 9, like he could go on there and speak that, but he's not going to be able to speak what he wants to say because a lot of those shows are built around agendas. They'll walk into a green room and they'll be like, this is what we're talking about. We want you to talk on this. And this has come from not just me making up stuff from guys that actually tell us that as well. So I don't think he'd fall into that mold. But the thing about Mace um, that I like is like, one, he was a gun player. So a lot of the people that make content, including myself, like we haven't been in the position that he's been in. We haven't played rep football. We haven't played Origin. We've watched it. We've seen it. We've got our own opinions on it, but he's actually been the man in the arena, and I love that. Uh, number two, he's obsessed with football, top to bottom. He'll go down and coach juniors. He's sitting in first grade meetings. Um, he knows everyone within the game. He sits in boardrooms and stuff like that. He's tight with Gus Gould, so he can sit in the car with Gus Gould for a couple of hours and pick his brain. And great thing about Mace, like he's a student. like He wants to learn. He's someone that's 40 years old, and I know like he, he, he's got this big – uh, personality, but when he's in a room with someone smarter than him, boom, we just go like that, boom, seep out on, sits there, asks all the right questions, and he wants to learn about the game from top to bottom, inside out. So he's got great knowledge of the game that a lot of people don't understand. Three, he's not scared to rock the boat. He's not scared to say what he thinks. Sometimes when you're gun and, and you put in those media positions, you don't really want to spray the boys, and I'm, he, I'm not saying he's spraying the boys, but you kind of want to keep everyone on side. And he's not going to sit on the fence. He's going to tell you what he's think, what he thinks. Um, so that's great. Four, wonderful storyteller. Important thing about internet right now is you got to keep people's attention. And he can do that. So loving having Mace on the sports show. I reckon he's really, I think he's doubled our views, which is exciting. Um, oh, the other one is the people that are usually opinionated within sports media have never done anything. Uh, they're either ex-fans or they're journalists. So like they can talk about it all they want. But they're, they're like players in that don't respect him as well. So he's got respect from the players. He's got respect from fans. Um, honestly, he's a diehard footy guy. He loves everything top to bottom, not just the game itself, not just the player, not just the things that come with it. He loves the admin. He loves the marketing. He loves the grassroots. He, he like I don't know. The crazy thing is like what he says on the sports show is great, but what he says behind the scenes is even cooler. And obviously those conversations are private, but like I just sit there and go, shit. This, this dude knows a lot. This dude knows a lot. Um, shout out Skippy Scope as well, doing great things. Skippy Scope, he, he's awesome. He's the most one of the most likable. Someone said everyone's favorite uncle. And great thing about Scope, he's so relatable. He's so even though he's a mold, he's very like just your knockabout Australian bloke. Like cruisy ass, doesn't want to work too hard. Loves a punt, loves a beer, um, loves being in a relationship with his partner. Just goes spend three hours on the golf course. He's just, he's just the OG sort of knockabout. So, um, and 
when I first met, like I've known Scope for years as well, and we had this meeting one time, and I look back on it now as, as one of the better decisions I've made. Uh, he, uh, he had great sports knowledge, um, and the good thing about Scope, he's got great sports knowledge, so I was like, let's just talk about NFL. But realistically, it's probably not a big enough market here for us to talk about it right now. I'm not saying that um, it won't in the future, but he's been able to pivot as well. He's smart enough to go, all right, this 10 in the Ken thing's not really working anymore. I want to move into this sort of direction. Oh, like, I don't want to be this guy anymore. I want to keep moving. So he 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 thinks about it a lot and he studies it a lot. And uh, the dynamic between him and Mace is really great. So, yeah, um, I'm pumped for Scope. He, he, work, and he works hard. Like, it doesn't work long, but he works smart. He works hard. Uh, the 19th, I think, has got great legs. We've got this new show coming out pretty soon. Um, obviously, Obviously, both those boys are going to be part of that as well. So uh, I think sports shows got a really good space to grow. And I think once we strip everything back and we move back downstairs and then we can start to hire out different content creators or start bringing in more talent, um, I think we can make make some moves over the next five years. So I'm pretty excited about that. Hopefully move into other sports. I've got a big dream for this. I've got big visions for this. I just need to find a way to execute it. And like a lot of people compare us to like big fucking – Fox Sports and shit, they're backed by like multi-millionaires. I've just kind of funded this out of my own pocket and and sort of money from YKTR from selling clothes. So like I'm trying to figure it out, um, give us time, but I honestly think we can make moves somewhere in the world. So I'm excited. Listens as a leader. Yeah. Um, it's constantly evolving, man. Like literally I said on the show a couple of weeks ago and I said like this is going to happen with Grouse and we're going to take over. And two weeks later, like it's gone. <laughs> like – um. yeah I'm still learning like I would have thought I was a great leader this time last year there's some days I look at myself I'm like you're doing a great job and then other days I'm like fuck you're the biggest piece of shit um, there's days where like you're so angry and frustrated and stuff all the time there's nights where you can't sleep Um, but just grateful for it all like in a position to make a change and make a difference and leave an impact and I really want to do that and that's like my ultimate vision I don't care who's there I don't I don't I just want the right people doing the right things that align with this vision and, and we can do something great. That's all it is. And um I think my job as a leader now is just to get the best talent in here. And once the best talent's in here, trying to figure out how I can pay them so I can keep them here. And if they get too big or it doesn't work, letting that talent go and finding someone else. Just trying to get the best people in the room at the same time who align with vision, treat them right, pay them right. And um if they get too big or the show doesn't work. Um, shaking your hand and wishing them the best as well so that's where I'm at uh, heads down in the laptop trying to cut costs trying to make an impact trying to sell clothes trying to flip the sports media narrative trying to create new shows trying to get sponsorships um, trying to be happy trying to be a good boss trying to be a good friend and yeah everything else in between thanks guys thanks for tuning in oh guys we'll be bringing back definitely be bringing back the Ice Project with Jackson's free time we're going to move back towards this show I was looking at the numbers like Three, four years ago, I used to do three years ago, I used to do about 100k views and audio listens a month. Um, I don't think any of our shows do that at the moment, so we'll definitely be jumping back onto that, talking about entrepreneurship, business marketing, all this sort of stuff. Slowly start interviewing people again. Uh, might do a bit of a podcast tour and and do stuff like that. Uh, it's one of the things that make me really happy is making content, and this is the easiest form of content I can do. And the, I think the best thing about this content is just being open and transparent because. 
a lot of people want to see behind the business. Like we could be front facing and pretend like everything's all right. Never is in business. It's, it's always hard. And uh, most people go through shit in life as well. We're no different. We're exactly the same. I'm exactly the same as you guys and girls. And um, yeah, I think my heart's in the right place and we just want to do cool things. So appreciate it guys. Thanks for tuning in. See you later.